Hey parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who's Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time for Who Smarted? Psst. Hey, Smarty Pants. Shh, quiet. You're in the library. Oh, right, right. I'm in the library. And the first rule of library is be quiet. Shh. Sorry. Anyway, I'm surrounded by lots of fun books, including a bunch created by Dave Pilkey. Have you ever heard of Captain Underpants, Smarty Pants? Well, Dave created the character when he was in elementary school. <gasps> Who knows, Smarty Pants? Maybe you too can create a cool character to be featured in their very own book series. Shh. Oh, I am not good at this quiet thing. Come on. Let's head to the nonfiction book section. That's where you can find books on the science and history topics that we talk about on Who's Smarted. Who's Smarted? This is actually the reason I came to the library today. I was curious about how people learn to read and why some people have a harder time than others. Ooh, I can help you with that, trusty narrator. Uh, who said that? And why is nobody shushing you? It's me, the diagram of the brain in a nonfiction book. And only you can hear me. Oh, well, as the trusty narrator, I am used to talking to strange things. So, what can you tell us about reading, brain diagram? Well, to start, it requires many parts of the brain, me, to learn how to read. For example, the visual cortex helps you identify letters, the left parietotemporal lobe helps with analyzing words, and the left occipitotemporal area is important for reading fluently. While the parietal lobe links spoken and written language to memory, so you can understand what you hear and read. Wow, it sure takes a lot of brain power to recognize, comprehend, and remember what you read, smarty pants. But for some people, reading can be much more difficult. Well, trusty, some people have less gray matter in their left parietotemporal area than others, which may be why some people have dyslexia, like Daft Pilkey, author of Captain Underpants and Dogman book series. Whoa, we were just talking about him. Shh, quiet. But also... I didn't know Dave Pilkey is dyslexic. But what exactly is dyslexia? How can it affect how you read and write? 
what do you do if you have dyslexia? And what other famous people are dyslexic? It's time for another whiff of history and science on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? Okay, smarty pants. While I do feel a little strange talking to a diagram of a brain in a book, I am very interested in knowing more about dyslexia. To start with, what are the common signs that someone has dyslexia or is dyslexic? People with dyslexia often have a hard time identifying individual words while reading. They may also have difficulty identifying separate sounds in words or identifying sequences of sounds in sentences. They might also mix up or reverse words while reading. I see. What about writing? People with dyslexia often have a hard time spelling and often mix up or reverse numbers and letters. As very young children, those with dyslexia may take longer to start speaking and may have a hard time expressing their thoughts in writing. They often confuse direction and right or left-handedness and have handwriting that is difficult for others to read. For some reason, many people with dyslexia reverse lowercase b and d. Wow, I didn't realize dyslexia affected so many things. So what causes dyslexia? Dyslexia often runs in families. So if you have a parent or sibling who has dyslexia, you might inherit it too. Smarty pants, any idea how many Americans have dyslexia? Is it A, over 5%, B, over 10%, or C, over 20%? If you said B, over 10%, you're right. That means over one out of every 10 people is dyslexic, which also means dyslexia is pretty common. Chances are you may know someone with dyslexia or you may have it yourself. If so, you're in good company. Many famous smarty pants, including Albert Einstein and Thomas Edison, had dyslexia. There are also famous characters from books who have dyslexia. Ooh, can any smarty pants name one? Did anyone say Percy Jackson? Good job if you did. Well, I'm sure none of the smarty pants have Percy Jackson superpowers. They may share his dyslexia. Uh. Are there any strengths or benefits that come along with dyslexia? Many people with dyslexia are highly creative and have talents in areas like art and storytelling. Steven Spielberg, Walt Disney, (laughs) Pablo Picasso, and Leonardo da Vinci. It's gorgeous to be constructive, not destructive. Are among the many famous and creative people with dyslexia. Whoa. So obviously, smarty pants, being dyslexic doesn't mean you can't learn or do things. It just means certain aspects of reading and or writing might be a little more challenging. Right, brain? That's right. The good news is doctors and teachers are much better at recognizing the signs of dyslexia now than they used to be. Not long ago, many people lived their lives never knowing they were dyslexic. Now, it's easier to diagnose and accommodate for. Excellent. So, if dyslexia affects how your brain reads and writes, how do people with dyslexia overcome it? Well, the Orton-Gillingham approach is the most common method. Hmm, smarty pants. What do you think the Orton-Gillingham approach is? Is it A, a way to teach literacy subjects like reading and writing? B, a test? Or C, ooh, a type of pizza? Why, of course it's A, a way to teach literary subjects like reading and writing. I just said pizza because I'm hungry. So, brain diagram, what is the Orton-Gillingham approach, and how does it work? 
Well, for one thing, this learning system dates back 80 years. Wow, Orton Gillingham is the OG. Shh, sorry. Continue. The Orton-Gillingham approach is named after Samuel T. Orton, a neuropsychiatrist and pathologist who started studying dyslexia as early as 1925, and Anna Gillingham, an educator and psychologist with a talent for working with language. Dr. Orton encouraged Anna to publish her instructional materials that provided the foundation for student instruction and teacher training in the 1930s. This became the Orton-Gillingham approach. It's pretty interesting that something created back in the 1930s is still used to help kids today. Well, when something proves effective, you stick with it. Good point. So, how does the OG approach work? The Orton-Gillingham approach usually involves a teacher or instructor working one-on-one with a dyslexic student. But it can also be used with a small group or even an entire class. But no matter how it's taught, all lessons and materials are designed around each student's individual need. Oh, that makes sense, since dyslexia can affect every person differently. What might be too easy for one person might be too hard for someone else. Exactly. The Orton-Gillingham approach uses what's known as multisensory teaching. Hmm, smarty pants. What do you think multisensory means? Is it A, eating pizza while you read? B, doing math at the same time as reading? Or C, using more than one of your five senses at a time? If you said C, using more than one of the five senses at a time, good job. Shh. Multisensory teaching engages both your sight and your hearing to help you sound out words and sentences. For example, every word is made up of symbols, what we call letters. Each letter relates to an individual sound. When you put those sounds together, you make a word. Several words form a sentence. The Orton-Gillingham approach is very helpful at getting students to understand how speech and sound work with letter combinations, how the alphabet works, building vocabulary, reinforcing tricky words until they become automatic, and building the relationship between spelling and reading. Between all that and lots of review and practice, most students are able to overcome their dyslexia. That's terrific! Smarty pants, true or false? The Orton-Gillingham approach is only used for reading and writing. If you said false, you're right. Although primarily used for reading, writing, and spelling, the Orton-Gillingham approach has also been adapted for math. Yep. Multisensory learning is also good for numbers and teaching math concepts. But smarty pants, there's more to success than just the OG approach. To learn other tools and strategies to help you succeed at learning, stick around. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. 
Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to Vegetarian to Keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to who's smarted. Shh. Uh, Maybe I should have taped this episode outside the library. Anywho, when it comes to overcoming dyslexia, it's helpful to have the right support and strategies in place. Smarty Pants, which of the following do you think are important for success? A. Your teachers. B. Your family. C. Your friends. Or D. All of the above. If you said D, you're right. Many teachers have received training on strategies to help you. Your family can work with you and your teachers to find the best learning strategies for you. And studying and doing homework with friends can make it more fun and effective. Not to mention, talking to family, friends, or teachers can be so helpful if you're ever feeling frustrated. Besides reading, writing, and schoolwork, staying organized can also be an area of frustration for many people with dyslexia. Hey, staying organized can be hard even for people without dyslexia. True. But with a few basic tips, I can have you working towards being better organized. I would love that. First, it helps to learn a little self-discipline. That means knowing what you need to do and devising a plan to do it. In school, try sitting near the front of the class to help you focus more on the lesson. 
you can use an expanding file folder to keep track of your papers, and a planner to write down due dates and keep you on schedule. Always have extra paper, pencils, and pens available. If you're not great at taking notes, ask to use technology like a tablet, smartphone, or laptop to record a lesson. Also, it might help to keep a list of commonly mixed up words that you can easily refer to. Smarty Pants, if you get a school assignment you know will take you a long time to do, what should you do? A, start working on it as soon as possible. B, wait a few days. C, uh, put it off and rush to finish at the last minute. D, forget about it and eh, just don't do it. The answer is A, start working on it as soon as possible. <sighs> Giving yourself plenty of time to complete an assignment not only helps you get it done on time, it also takes some of the pressure off. And you'll probably make less mistakes if you're not stressed out and rushing. Working at a relaxed, steady pace is good practice whether you're dyslexic or not. Another thing you can do is take advantage of any resources that exist to help you. Everything from videos online to books you can order. In this library, there's a book called Aaron Slater Illustrator by Andrea Beattie. Oh, that's part of the questionnaire series. I love those books because they're all about creative problem solving. Wow, you know it, Trusty. How cool. Anyway, in the book, Aaron Slater has dyslexia, which makes it very difficult for him to communicate his ideas through writing. However, he's very creative in art and storytelling, so he uses drawing or illustrations to share his thoughts. The book's even typed in a font that's easier for people with dyslexia to read. I'll check it out, along with some Captain Underpants and Dogman books, Percy Jackson, and the biographies of Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, and Steven Spielberg. Shh, quiet. That wasn't me. Ah, dinosaur, run! Shh. A triple smarty shout out to super smarty fans live Zach and Abby in Baltimore, Maryland. We're so glad you love smarting with us and ask to listen to Who Smarted every time you get in the car. Who's ready for a road trip? This episode, Dyslexia, was written by Sarah Sweetick and voiced by Taya Garland, Kim Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>